So it's important to just get those reviewed every three years uh, on average, uh, especially if you're if you're from a different state and you come here. You, you know, a lot of states' rules are different than Arizona's, so you want to make sure that they apply. Hello, this is Mark Silverman, managing member and founder of Silverman & Associates, and I'm also a certified financial planner professional. I want to welcome you to the Saving with Silverman podcast. I'm glad you're here. Each week, we'll discuss different financial planning topics because making smarter choices about your money impacts the quality of your life. Mark, uh, fun fact of the week here. Nobody knows, I know you probably never thought about this, and neither have I until I read it earlier this week. No one knows who named Earth. Think about that one for a second. I thought all the planets had something to do with, like, Greek, Roman mythology, <laughs> you know, that sort of thing. I don't know. Maybe it was somebody from another planet who named Earth. It could be. Yeah. It could be. I thought it all had to do with, that's interesting. Hmm. I thought all the planets were named after mythology, and I, I don't know. Okay. Oh, you're, pr you're probably right. I did take an astronomy class in college, but that yeah. was a long time ago. Yeah, I used to really be into astronomy when I was yeah. a little kid. I was right. fascinated by all that stuff. So then yeah. I got off on dinosaurs, I think, after that. Right, and right. Then it was Major League Baseball. There you go. <laughs> so, you know, all those things certainly did me absolutely no good in my adulthood. Yeah, you never It, it <laughs> makes you grounded. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> now let's talk about your financial junk drawer. You know, most people okay. have a junk drawer at home with there may be some some highlighters or rubber bands or maybe a pair of scissors in there or whatever. But most people have a financial junk drawer, too. We've talked about this on this show before. Let's talk about what's offered in there and how those things might be put to better use. First of all, you might have at your house, you're listening to the show today, you may have a really old life insurance policy stuck in a drawer somewhere. What should they do about that, Mark? Well, it's good to have it reviewed. And if it's a term policy, then there's nothing really to review. The only, your only options are to keep paying on it till that term is, expires or to um, cancel it. If it does have a cash value, a lot of times you can uh, roll it into something else. You may have bought that policy for a specific purpose, and maybe that purpose doesn't apply anymore. So, you know, one of the things that we do a lot of times is when we discuss the estate planning long-term care segment, there are long life insurance policies out there, newer ones, uh, that offer long-term care benefits. So it's a, it's a pretty unique way to kind of take a policy that was serving a purpose that maybe isn't, that need isn't there anymore, and maybe the, the need for long-term care may be an issue or may not be an issue. We don't know, but, you know, chances are somebody's going to need long-term care. You know, one out of three, two out of three, depending on who you ask, are going to need some type of long-term care. So using that policy, or maybe even increasing the death benefit. You know, one of the unique things with insurance is people are living longer. So with that being said, as long as you're still insurable, you may be able to get more death benefit or lower premium, or sometimes both, uh, depending on your situation, assume, assuming you're still insurable. So very few things cost, cost less now than they did before. You know, TVs and computers, I guess, would be in that mix also. So, you know, it's good to have those reviewed, and that's part of the process we do when we do a financial plan for people. You may stick your hand up there in that, uh, in that junk drawer, or maybe it's a file, and you may pull out an outdated will or estate plan. I mean, really outdated, and, and uh, it's totally, uh, what is the word I'm searching for? Not outdated, but obsolete. Obsolete, you know? yeah. You, you know, we see a lot of people that are moving here from other states, and yeah. so they bring their old estate plan, and it may not apply to Arizona if they're living here now. So we always recommend going and speaking to either whoever drafted your your, your uh, documents, but typically they're not in Arizona, and you probably want somebody in Arizona if you're going to be living here. 
and we recommend probably every three years just to get doesn't mean you need a new plan or a new new trust etc but just have it reviewed people people are born people die things change you want to make sure laws change you want to make sure that your uh, wishes are are still being indicated as far as what you want to happen on in your trust and will document so it's important to just get those reviewed every three years uh, on average uh, especially if you're if you're from a different state and you come here, you you know a lot of states' rules are different than Arizona's, so you want to make sure that they apply. You come to Arizona, you need to talk to Mark Silverman. That's Ron Stutz along with Mark <laughs> Silverman. And uh, Mark, one of the things the Social Security Administration used to do, and I certainly don't think they do it anymore, is they used to have a, a Social Security estimate that they would send out to you, and and maybe you might find one of those things in your junk drawer from let's say ten years ago, and that's certainly not worth anything now. No, it's good to go in every year. So, yeah, they don't mail them out every year. They stopped that several years ago. But if you go to ssa.gov, uh, you set up an account. It's very easy to do, and you should be able to download an updated statement every year. And we we encourage people to do that just to see what their number is. You know, obviously, once you've taken Social Security, that's a different thing. But if you haven't taken it yet, and we do an analysis with Social Security and all that sort of thing as far as our planning process. But when we do that planning process, if somebody doesn't have a current statement, we'll have them go online to that ssa.gov. Uh, and get their statement, and we'll run projections based on that. One thing you haven't thought about in a long time, maybe, especially this is especially true with the way people change jobs these days. Maybe you work for a few years at one company, you move to another company, and now you're in your you're with your third employer, and you may have 401k statements from your last three employers that are kind of stuck in a drawer somewhere, and you haven't even thought about those. Yeah, I mean, any old 401k, you should really roll it to an IRA account. There's no reason not to. If you have three old employers, 401ks, you should be able to roll it, assuming it's all traditional. You can roll it to one IRA. If there's Roth, you should be able to roll some to Roth if, if there's Roth money in there. But that way you get it out of there. You're not dealing with your old employer. You cut down on the fees dramatically because 401ks do have high expense ratios typically. Um, you're not limited on whatever that 401k is offering. You roll it to an IRA, you can do whatever you want inside of there. So it, it makes a lot of, and it's easier to control and that sort of thing. And you know, instead of notifying three places that you've moved or whatever, you only have one place to, to deal with. So it makes it a lot easier. Simplifying is, it makes a lot of sense. So yeah, um, that's something we can help with if somebody's interested. But yeah, if you have old 401ks, you should definitely speak to us or somebody about getting those combined and consolidated. You're listening to Saving with Silverman with Mark Silverman, and we're talking about things that you might have put aside a long time ago, and maybe you forgot about them. And I know that uh, you know over the years, a popular gift from a grandparent to a grandchild is a U.S. savings bond. Oh yeah, and you may even have uh, a couple of those in your financial junk drawer. And it's not such a cool thing to give anymore, is it? No, it used to be, I mean, back in the day, and I'm talking a long time ago, you bought it for, if you had a $500 bond, you paid 250 and I think it was something like maybe seven years, it doubled, was that, does that seem right? Something like if that. If I recall, yeah. it's, it was, this is going back, you know, 30, 40 years. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't do that anymore. <laughs> yeah. Obviously, interest rates are much, much lower now, so uh, savings bonds are not a great place to put those, but it does make sense to get out of those. Depending on how long you've had them, there could be some taxes due, so before you just cash those in, you want to understand what the cost basis is, and uh, you don't want any unexpected taxable gains uh, next year that you didn't know about because you cashed them in. So have somebody look at them and, and figure that out for you. I can't imagine doing this myself, but maybe you bought a vacant lot somewhere, uh, let's say maybe you know 10 years ago, 20 years ago, as an investment, and you've kind of forgotten about it. You put it out of your mind, but 
that's certainly something you ought to review because it's probably worth a lot more now than it was then. It should. Um, and I don't think you would have forgot about it because you're paying property taxes every year. on Yeah, it, yeah. And those keep going up. <laughs> so I don't think you're going to forget about it. You're reminded every year or twice a year when you're paying those property taxes. So, yeah, I mean, vacant land, a lot of people buy land and maybe they have a house and they bought some land and, you know, they were going to buy build another house. You know, with the way things are right now, it's kind of crazy to build, in my opinion, with the cost of everything. Um, so a lot of people are put that on hold or they decided they don't want to build anymore. So if it's a lot that you don't think you need or you're not going to ever use, maybe it is a good time to sell. Um, I know so many people are moving to Arizona. Um, and so... You know, houses don't stay in the market long. A lot of people are opting to build and looking for land and stuff like that. So maybe now is a good time to look at that if it's something that you don't think you're going to use in the future. Gosh, you are so right. There's so many people moving to Arizona to retire. A and uh, huh? <laughs> a lot. Oh, yeah. yeah. A lot of people... Uh, a lot of people moving to Tucson just so they can be close to Mark Silverman. You know, there you go, right? Yeah, that's the way it works. I don't but. know about that, but okay. <laughs> well, but if you if you have moved to this state uh, recently and you may need a new assessment to, of of what's going on in your portfolio and uh, you know what the worth is of this or that and you know certain laws have changed uh, from the state that you lived in before. Uh, things are different. Talk to Mark Silverman. Come have a conversation. It all starts with a phone call, a complimentary 20-minute phone call with Mark Silverman. Then you can tell if you'd like to work together after that. But, Mark, when you get somebody on the phone and, uh, you know, you're not going to charge them anything and not going to obligate them to do anything at all, but what kinds of things are you going to talk about? Yeah, there's absolutely no obligation. I mean, basically what we do, and we're fiduciaries and that sort of thing, I'm going to answer any questions that you may have. Maybe you're working with somebody already and you're not happy or you just have some questions. Maybe you've never worked with someone and you want to see what that looks like. Happy to answer any questions. Get into our process, how we work, how we get paid, what we do for clients, how the financial planning process works and how we implement that. And, you know, if you're a good fit and we both agree at that end of, at the end of the call and that call is with me, not with anybody else, then um, we will set up some time to come into the office and we'll meet uh, personally and having a getting acquainted meeting, which I'll give you more information about everything uh, in writing. Um, and then you can determine if you want to move forward or not. Um, so nothing happens. There's no, there's no pressure. There's, you're, not, you're not committed to anything like that. I'm here to help anybody that I can. There's not an asset minimum or anything like that as far as trying to help people. You know, I can't take on everybody, but people that are a good fit, I think we do a very, very good job and always trying to strive to do better. But for those of you that just have some questions, maybe I can point you in the right direction if you're not a good fit and give you some advice as far as that's concerned. You've been listening to the Saving with Silverman podcast. If you have any questions at all about your financial situation, please give Mark Silverman a call. Again, his number is 520-333-7601 or go online to savingwithsilverman.com. For Mark Silverman, I'm Ron Stutz. We'll see you next time on the Saving with Silverman podcast. The Saving with Silverman podcast is brought to you by Silverman and Associates Wealth Management, LLC, based in Tucson, Arizona. The show is available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and everywhere you listen to shows. Subscribe to the show on your favorite app today and never miss an episode. Just search for Saving with Silverman to find us or visit savingwithsilverman.com to listen to past episodes, to contact Mark, and to learn more about how to make smarter decisions with your money. Did you know that Mark Silverman also has a radio show? Tune in to Saving with Silverman Saturdays and Sundays at 3 p.m. on AM 790 KNST. 
All matters discussed on this show are for informational purposes only. Opinions expressed are solely those of Silverman & Associates Wealth Management LLC and staff. All topics covered are believed to be from reliable sources. However, Silverman & Associates Wealth Management LLC makes no representation as to its accuracy or completeness. This show shall in no way be construed as a solicitation to sell securities or investment advisory services to residents of any state other than Arizona or where otherwise permitted. Topics should be discussed with your individual advisor prior to implementation. Fee-based financial planning and investment advisory services offered through Silverman & Associates Wealth Management LLC, a registered investment advisor in the state of Arizona. Insurance products and services are offered through Silverman & Associates, an affiliated company.